there's a chapter that says authenticity takes courage and even when you think you're being authentic there's room to think again your business in it is an expression of who you are you know you don't want to be a machine doing things you don't really like i love holding the belief that life is fun you know that life is an adventure i believe that we're all spiritual beings having a human experience and that our purpose in life is to spread love of course life is it means offering your time your talent and your treasure in the service of others and to me a life that matters is a life where others matter what's your passion what makes you wake up every morning what keeps you up at night what values do you believe in what problems do you want to solve Lastly, what makes you, you? Good day, everyone. Our guest for this episode is originally from the UK and founded the regional communications consulting firm called Priority Consultants, which we will learn more about later on. She has a proven track record at driving corporate change and specializes in crisis communications, leadership communications, business leadership, enterprise communications, marketing, and change management. She's a business enabler with a proven ability in crossing cultural and social divides to engage with key stakeholders at every level. She coaches senior leadership teams on how to communicate and cascade their corporate vision to deliver better results through increased stakeholder engagement. Also, she has the rare ability to handle business challenges from conceptualizing solutions to successful execution. Let's get to know more about her today at Your Brand, Your Stories, Authentic Conversations with Jane Pryor. Hi, Jane. Hi, Jen. Thank you so much for the invitation. It's uh, a joy to be here. Yeah, thank you. Thank you as well so much for being my guest on this episode. So, yeah, I'll cut to the chase because I'm pretty sure our listeners um, are excited to know more about you. So, yeah, for my first question, I know I've already shared a bit about you in the introduction, but please, can you tell us more about yourself and tell us Tell us as well about your passion and the work that you do. Basically, these days, what makes you wake up every morning and what keeps you up at night? Okay, right. Well, that's lots of questions. <laughs> so let me start with a little bit more about me. And um, as you said there, I'm, I'm originally from England. And I think one of the most marvelous gifts for my life has been living here in Southeast Asia for pretty much all of my adult years, I came here fairly soon after graduating. And um, I guess I've loved being here with the diversity, not only of our different countries, but also watching the growth of the region. So seeing how you know, Indonesia, the Philippines have, have really um, come through the last decades changed, evolved, and been a part of that. So that has been very exciting and very much a privilege, I think, for me. Um, in terms of my passion, um, I think the passion I have 
is people. I mean, it sounds awfully cliched when I say that, right? But for me, I love what I do because it was sitting down and saying, hey, what is it you want to achieve? What do you want to be known for? How am I going to help you communicate that with audiences? And, and that part of it was very important for me. I think today, as we live in, uh, first of all, the COVID world, but also um, a world that's far more technology-based and distributed, I guess it's less um, direct um, sitting down with people, but working with them over distance, just like you and I are doing now. So that's a little bit about the passion. Um, you asked about what keeps me awake at night. Is that right? Yes. Or what keeps me right. So, <laughs> I think I think what keeps me awake at night is a frustration that we may be losing some aspects of that depth of relationships, and I look at how much I know about people, how much we used to take for granted that we would share as we met people. And I think um, today the younger culture is not doing that. And while I appreciate that it is, you know, a shift, it's an evolution, I, I don't know that it's necessarily a win-win. So that is something that concerns me. I understand. Yeah, I, I do actually have the same sentiments um yeah about it so yeah this time jane um can you tell us more about your company priority consultants but yeah i'll try to be more specific i mean what was the most important lesson that you learned about your worker your industry over the years i mean in and and what is it that you'd like to share with someone who who would like to start out in the same industry? Okay, I, I love that question and I'll tell you why. If you'd asked me it 10 years ago, I would have said um, a lesson is also a tremendous disappointment that the public relations industry in some ways did not evolve into the business consulting, which is what I think it really is. And it was for too long a kind of a nice to have rather than an absolute need to have. Now asking me today, I think the importance of public relations has never been greater. Simply because, um, you know, companies need to stay in touch. And if there's one thing that we've learned over this year 2020 is just how easy it is when you know I can walk across a room and I can shake your hand, we can have a coffee together and we can conquer a lot. But when we can't cross the room and when organizations are increasingly virtual and working through the internet, then the power of communications has really come in into its, its own right. 
And I think that is very exciting. So the most important lesson that I would like to share with anybody who is just starting out is you've got to absolutely keep your mind open to what is going on in the world. And the world is not just your country, your city. It's it's all of us, you know, within Southeast Asia, ASEAN, what is the impact of, of um, the Philippines in ASEAN, Asia Pacific? What is the impact of Donald Trump happening right now in America? And you need to be listening and thinking and aware of all of that. And I, I feel that, you know, too often we, we come out of our education and maybe we don't have enough of a wake up call that the world is truly very global. Yes, I, I agree so much with that because I mean, with with the technology that we have today where a single, um, you can get access to information, a single tap, tap or click, I mean, with whatever that is going on with the world out there. And I mean, somehow, some way it, it is related to what you're doing right if if i make sense and it's it's also a way to um keep us uh connected so yeah um this time and the, and the, sorry yes yes please jane well i was going to say and it's the domino effect right yes, i mean it, it, it's yes. something that happens in another part of the world but it is going to have an impact here yes and um you know I, again that's that's the very small world we live in but you know you can't live in a bubble we're all part of it yes exactly yep so this time jane um yeah this this is now more more about you if um i'd like to dig a little deeper can you tell us a moment in your life when you you know struggled in the past i mean tell us how it paid off when you didn't give up okay um i think I think there's two sides to that question, Jen. I mean, first of all, I, you know, how many facets do I come to this conversation with? I am a professional um, who set up a business, which is in um, the public relations sector. I'm also um, a mum, a woman who has three children. Right. And has three children. And um, I think one of the most difficult times in my past was my my family i had the joy again of you know being in asia i set up the company and and very much um the kids were participant in in many aspects of life they came with me and all the rest of it and so when one of them was really really very ill um i think that was an amazing struggle how did i juggle um, and I look back and I ask the same question. How did I juggle looking after him and at the same time looking after all of the people in the priority family? So there are two families. And it, you know, how did you manage? You have a choice, actually. The long and short is I don't think you have a choice. How did it pay off? Well, I, you know, we, we got through it on the on the family side of the illness and got to the other end. And in terms of the business, I think it it really, in many ways, embedded the culture that we have within the priority organization. And this, again, is something that is paying dividends today, where we have more staff across the region 
who work from home, who don't come to a physical office than we have in a very, very small central office. And yet I want them all to know and understand and feel that commitment that they belong to the priority family, if you want to say that, that we're all united by the goal of building an organization that is renowned for delivering great customer service. But equally, we are known for supporting each other. We support our clients, we support each other. And that, I think, is absolutely critical. It's a great joy, you know, when I see somebody new joins the team and you see the the rattling that goes through our, our company chat of welcome messages and reaching out. So even though we can't put a physical arm around you, um, I see the same thing happening in a virtual world. And that for me is very important because that generosity of, of spirit of reaching out is something that is so valuable and so important. Yes. That is so beautiful, Jane. I'm a question actually popped in my head, and actually, mm -hmm. it's not part in the list of questions that I sent. But yeah, I, I just would like to know your your thoughts on this, because yeah, for the longest time we've um, uh, we've all, I mean we've already been hearing this expression um, in in conversations, especially between two business people, where where they would say depending on the situation where they, but then it has already been an expression between business people where they would say that, you know, it's, it's nothing, it's nothing personal, just, just business. And over the years, I've noticed that um, more and more uh, people are embracing the fact that your, your business is at the end of the day, your business is really an expression of who you are. Yeah, what is your take on that, Jane? I think it comes back to the great, you know, work-life balance. And I, I, don't, I don't know that um, it, it, it is your life, right? It, it is my work, but it is my life. And yes, there has to be boundaries where I'm going to say my priority life um, I probably will turn it off right now because I'm going to pick up on some other aspects of my life. But to say I'm going to live that one absolutely never impacts the other, I think is utter nonsense, to be honest, Jen. And I don't, if somebody can really do that, I hats off to them. I, because I don't see how you can. And if you could do that as an organization or as a leader, I mean, then seriously, can everybody else in your organization do the same? Are they so disciplined? Or, you know, is, is that their behavior? And the odds are probably they're not going to be able to. And so I feel that we have to recognize that all people come with not only the challenges, but the joys of, of the whole person. Does that make sense? Right. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for um, giving um, a different perspective on that. Yeah. So this time, um, I'd like to know, Jane, if, if there is one thing um, that you could change with the world right now, given your, um, uh, given your years of experience, I mean, what would that be? 
Um, I think if there was one thing I would like to change with the world right now, it would be, and, and really here and now, it's the ability to embrace another, another person without being afraid. Because the ability to do that would mean that we've not only got through the challenges that we are all facing with COVID-19, but it also epitomizes all the core values that I look for in people. So if I'm allowed to you know, explore that with you, people coming to join the priority team, we have four core values and those are um, generosity, empathy, integrity, and courage. And these are terribly important in our professional lives. Courage is important because sometimes the public relations or the media relations um, mechanism tool is needed in a time of crisis. And so you need people who are going to have the courage to take the lead. You don't need people who are going to have to stand behind somebody else all the time and say, you know, look at them, not me. Um, and that's a, a skill that I think is put into children as they grow up. Um, empathy is a very important, and I think it's a word in the, in the world of management that really we've seen more and more over the last 10 years. But being able to wear somebody else's hat. And again, you know, there's, there's people, if I, again, changing the world right now, there are people who've discovered what it is to be lonely and isolated for, luckily for them, the first time in their lives. And suddenly they can empathize with the people who live like that. And so I would like to change that. I say um, empathy because also I look at our customers, right? These are organizations who, yes, maybe they're a lot bigger than we are as priority consultants, but they're organizations that are also going through a time of flux and turmoil and our clients are anxious. And so to be able to put, you know, that metaphorical arm around them and say that we're with you, we are your partner and we will get through this together. I have a saying that, you know, we're standing on the diving board with the client and, you know, we will hold your hand and we're going to jump and, and we'll, we will get to where we want to go because that's what we do. Yes. Yep. Um, I'm, I'm getting a lot of insights. Thank you for sharing, Jane, because, yeah, the way I see it, um, more often than not, people would, you know, just uh, focus on the destination, on the end results, um, especially in business. But really, I mean, with the hand-holding that you mentioned, I mean, um, I mean, equal, if not more, uh, importance should be given on the journey, I guess that's but where the hand-holding comes in. Yeah. But, but I think, yes, it's, but it's also, Jen, if we, if we look after our customers and if we um, walk beside them, then the odds are we're going to walk a lot further and for a lot longer. And one of the things that we're terribly proud of in priority is that our average tenure for a client in our business is around four and a half years. 
which is almost unheard of, right? Yeah. So when companies come and work with us, then they tend to stay. And you know that I think that's thrilling because it means we're doing something right and there's the satisfaction of doing that. So it's satisfaction for everybody within the organization. Yes, yes. Okay, so this time, Jane, yeah, you've, you've mentioned about empathy. These are, um, it, it's actually one of the words that I, um, I love learning more about and talking about these days. And aside from that, it's also authenticity. And I'd, I'd like to know your, your take on it. What does being authentic mean to you? Okay, so being authentic, let me tell you a story, if I may. Yes, um, having, of course, built the priority organization, every company is about also building succession. And so I had the privilege of taking um, a few years out from the priority team to go and lead a charity. And this was a charity which saved people's lives through recruiting bone marrow donors for patients of blood cancers, such as leukemia and lymphoma. And I guess for me, that was the greatest privilege. And it summed up everything that I had learned in my professional life, being able to persuade people to bring them all together, communicate and get people of completely diverse interests and with different agendas to all focus on one big picture and to move in the same direction. So for me, I think I have been the luckiest woman alive because not only is the priority organization, I believe, um, doing great work. We've got amazing people that I think we're giving opportunities to, but I have also had the chance to do work that literally has saved lives. And that is, I'm still very humbled that I got that opportunity. That's really amazing. Yep. Uh, yeah. The, the message I'm, I'm getting here also is, yeah, you're, you can only have, I guess, meaningful life if you do meaningful work. Yeah. And yeah, how about this time, Jane? What does being human mean to you? Oh, <laughs> I, think, I think being human is all the things that you, um, yes, all the good things that you achieve. It's also the ability to laugh at yourself. It's the ability to say, I'm going to give it a go. Um, it's to admit when you there's something you can't do. And I think, again, as you... As I get older, I'm, I'm, I don't have any problem today saying that, you know, there are things, first of all, that I won't do. But then there's also things that, I, that I, I'm going to give it a try, but I'm, I'm probably not going to be a raging success. And I, I think that's being human. It's, it's encouraging, um, trying, giving it a go. And maybe one day, I mean, I, I took up painting 
I have to say, I've been plodding away at my painting, but I have to admit I'm not going to be rivaling Picasso, but being human is doing that. In the professional world, it's saying I'm going to give things a go and I'm going to discover strengths as I go along and I'm going to discover less, less strengths, but it's all me. That's right. being human. Yeah, true, true. Now, Jane... Yeah, for my last question, so much insights here. Yeah, and this is my favorite question. Once all is said and done, Jane, how would you like to be remembered? I think for being able to coach people and help them to learn a little bit more about themselves and fly. I'm Jen, I'm five foot two. I'm never going to be eight foot 10, but I can contribute to the world by creating giants in the people around me. And the greatest joy is working with young talent and watching them evolve and surprise themselves by what they've learned. And that's what I would like to be remembered. Thank you. I do hope all our young leaders are listening right now. So, Jane, if if let's say they want to get a hold of you now that you've mentioned it, do you have you know um, do you have a website or an email address uh, where people I can contact you? I definitely do. Yes, please. I definitely do. So, our website is priorityconsultants.com, and I'm Jane Pryor. So it's Jane with a P on the end. J-A-N-E-P, at Priority Consultants. So I would love to hear, and I would love to be told that there are things that people don't agree with. That's okay. I'd love to get um, any responses, and I would look forward to that very much. There you have it, folks. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jane. Thank you so much for the insights that you've shared today. Thank you also, for sharing a part of you. Uh, thank you so much for sharing your authenticity and your humanness. We wish you all the best also to the whole Priority Consultants team. Thank you. Thanks, Jen. Thank you very much. Watch out for my upcoming book, Craft Your Personal Brand Story, and know the gift or the GIFT method. I believe that every personal brand has a story. And if you're struggling to craft that story and also having a hard time attracting opportunities like clients, customers, employers, then this is the book for you. Download your free chapter now by visiting my website at jenkahukom.asia. That's J-E-N-C-A-J-U-C-O-M dot Asia.